Good morning. Welcome to Little Iron Mom. I am so excited. I am here with a special guest today, Kim Campbell, and she is going to help teach us about the power of plant-based food for our family. So welcome, Kim. We're so excited you're here today. Hi, Karen. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Kim because um, her background fits perfectly with Little Iron Mom, and I think the most important part of her bio is not actually on her bio. She is the mother of three brilliant children who um, I've had the opportunity to work with one of them. They work in her business with her, and um, she is the author of Plant Pure Nation and Plant Pure Kitchen Cookbooks. She's developed more than 250 delicious whole food plant-based recipes using no processed oils. She is also the director of culinary education at Plant Pure, where she works with her husband, Nelson, promoting a whole foods plant-based diet. Nelson directed and produced the groundbreaking movie Plant Pure Nation, which is an absolute must-see. And she graduated from Cornell University with a BS in Human Service Studies with a concentration in Nutrition and Child Development. Her passion has always been nutrition education for children, families, and adults. She is also the daughter-in-law of Dr. T. Colin Campbell, considered by many as the science father of the rapidly growing plant-based nutrition movement. And just to start... um, Plant Pure has absolutely been uh, an inspiration for me. Uh, I have been transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle for the last two years, which was um, inspired by the movie for sure. I've been cooking recipes most recently out of uh, the first cookbook, and I got really excited when I was reading the cookbook, uh, reading about you, Kim, because I realized there was actually a a woman on the other side of this cookbook who had her own family of five. And so I thought, uh, if she can do it, I, I certainly can do it. But Um, what I was wanting to see is if you could share one of your biggest mom tips um, for someone wanting to look towards a plant-based diet for their family. Sure. Um, I actually taught school for many years, too, so my background, my love, my passion is is actually families and children. So, um, sure, I'd love to share some of my thoughts about that. Coming at this from an angle of a mom and a teacher, I think it's really important that we model to our kids and create healthy habits because they're always looking to us for that. And that's not always easy to do. It, it, it sounds really simple, but actually implementing it can be can be challenging at times, especially when you have three. Um, and many people have careers and jobs and things that they're juggling. So... I think setting up, you know, really nice patterns in your home, having meal times, you know, specific meal times, eating together. But most importantly in our house, something that we did was we prepared meals together. Um, the kids, the kids were always in the kitchen, you know, whirling around the the stove and the countertop and participating in it. And a lot of times they were actually cooking the meals. So I think just engaging kids, making it a family affair. The more you can do this, um, the more they, you know, they develop some ownership around the food, and it becomes a healthy uh, pattern and habit. Um, you probably found the same thing in your house. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely agree with that. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Being a model for your kids, it, it's like the easiest yet hardest thing you'll ever do <laughs> because they mm-hmm. want everything that you do. 
So they do, and so it's, it's hard to be—it's hard to be perfect because most of us aren't. So you know, we we make mistakes, and I think that the kids watching us make mistakes, and how we handle those mistakes, picking ourselves back up, um, and doing the right thing is is pretty important. Um, so I, I feel Absolutely. that way with whole food, plant-based diet, and with just almost every aspect of life. Um, you know, one of the tips I have, and I get the questions I get often is, how do I get new, you know, if we're just starting this and my kids are 8, 12, 15, how do we get those kids on board? Um, and, and I think, again, it's all about educating them, teaching them the why, you know, why are you doing this? And, you know, finding those educational videos and podcasts and books that they, that they that will resonate with them. And then getting them involved as much as possible because as adults, that's how we do it. So we really shouldn't expect anything different from our kids. Um, but that's, exactly. you know, I, I think that's the best approach for older kids. Yeah, empowering them, <clears throat> definitely. Mm-hmm. Which um, you were talking about their why, bringing them, uh, just brings me kind of to the, the next question I have. Um, one of the biggest missions with Little Iron Mom is, is to help people see how functional food and water can be for their family. And we even hear people today using the term food as medicine. Um, and I just wondered if you, if you had any stories or testimonies that you could share with us um, or that you've witnessed during your time as a, a, a plant-based food coach as far as, you know, life changes or things um, that would motivate people to, to make this change. Right. Well, you know, I had the, the, the front seat and I was able to, we, we took our movie on tour and we met so many people, hundreds of people, and there were so many inspiring stories that um, I'm, I'm going to try to pick out the ones that were the, that were most inspiring for me. Um, but I met a woman a couple of years ago on, a, on the cruise. Um, we go on the holistic holiday at sea every year, and there's many people on there that have stories, and she shared her story with me, and it's... Um, uh, it was it was just really inspiring. She had stage four breast cancer, and um, you know didn't know about the whole food plant based diet, and was in in treatment mode, um, working with her doctors, and then got a hold of this information. I think she. I think she connected with Joel Furman, and she just completely switched over to plant-based, and that was two years ago, and she is healthy. Um, there's no signs of cancer, so um, she's in, I guess, for all intensive purposes, remission, and she looks great. Um, wow. That was, that was okay. one story that really hit me, and then um, diabetes, we've heard a lot of stories about diabetes um, at Plant Pure, and I have a very good friend in Raleigh who whose husband had diabetes, and she called me and asked me if, if I would be interested in doing a private class in, our, in my home, and so I did, and we got to know the family, and he was on so much insulin that uh, he couldn't take anymore, and yet his blood sugar levels were still high. So he ended up um, going, you know, on the plant-based diet, and he's off of all of his medications now. I don't know how many months later this is, but he's off all of his medications. He's lost a lot of weight. I mean, we just hear story after story um, like this. So, Mm -hmm. and then, of course, heart disease, same thing, and, you know, a lot of... um, 
you know, just just stories about people who have had, you know, allergies and um, MS and, you know, all sorts of stories. But the the story with the the woman that had breast cancer was the one that kind of sticks in my head the most. I I hear her words over and over. Mm Mhm. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely, um, you know, uh, something that that hits me hard, you know, because my my son is actually a cancer survivor. And so that is how I found the book called The China Study, um, Mm -hmm. which is kind of the basis for everything that you do. And so were these people, some of them using your your frozen um, plant pure meals program or um, were they doing a combination of things? Uh, yeah, well, the, the 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 woman that I was telling you about with the stage four breast cancer, um, that was two years ago. So that was before our, our food was available. Okay. Um, but she yeah. was basically, um, you know, using the whole food plant based diet and cooking a lot of the food on her own. Now the the fellow that I mentioned that had diabetes, they have been using some of our foods um, and cooking out of both of the cookbooks. Um, she's she's a big plant pure uh, advocate and follower, so. And actually, she she now um, helps me with my cooking classes. She's a wonderful cook. So um, yeah, I would say she is she has experienced. They have both experienced benefits from from our food, from our cookbooks, and our message. But I, you know, I don't think uh-huh. any one one person is responsible for this message because there's so many of us out there. Right. To promote this, my father-in-law, Dr. McDougal, Dr. Esselstyn. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot of people out there really promoting this, and it's it's all about eating whole foods and eating whole foods, you know, plant-based, and staying right. away from processed sugars and oils and things like that. Right. Yep. And I think what's important is, you know, you have developed this culture, Plant Pierre has developed a culture that people can join and feel like they're a part of. And so um, yeah. I think that's just important that they can have a way to move forward. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I pulled a report the other day, uh, a cancer st- statistic, that the second leading cause of death in children um, ages 1 to 14 is cancer. And by the year 2030, if nothing has changed, if if we don't start following some of these um, new uh, findings, one in two Americans will experience cancer. And I just keep asking myself, um, how can I help other parents out there prevent a cancer experience um, with their child like I had? Um, Because it's really the last thing that you want to face as a parent. Um, I'm just wondering for you, as someone who's practiced a plant-based lifestyle for your family, um, what benefits have you seen in health maybe that for your family personally? Our kids were, were, were healthy. They were good eaters. Um, we ate a, a lot of variety and I feel like they weren't sick as a lot, as, as sick as a lot of kids around them. They didn't have the, mm-hmm. I mean, they had colds and flus, you know, that's typical kids get those things, but not nearly as much as some of their peers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they didn't struggle with weight. They were active. They played sports. Um, they weren't absent from school very much. I mean, I just feel like, uh, and they, they they benefited a great deal from, and they still do. I mean, they're in their twenties now, and all three of them are very healthy, active um, adults. And they, I, I feel like we we really instilled that into them, and they hopefully have some lifelong habits that will that they can instill in their children too. But I, I really feel like our kids benefited a great deal from this. Yeah. And, and the reason I just kind of asked this question too, is just, 
you know, I have so many friends with kids who are struggling with so many illnesses. And um, I tend to look at people's lives for the evidence that I need, you know, and, you know, the proof is, is just in that right there. I think that if you can practice that, if you're, and your kids follow you in that, they're going to take that further in their life and um, hopefully bring it to their children. And so you've kind of started this lovely trend with your kids. um, Maybe go off track here a little bit, but one of the things I noticed when I was teaching is the number of children in our schools and our culture today that are suffering from obesity. And, you, yes. you, you know, you just didn't see that 50 years ago. And it's, it's so sad because these kids are eating, they're not drinking water, they're drinking sodas Mm-mm. and fruits. Mm-hmm. And they're eating a lot of processed foods. In fact, I would say they're, it's mostly processed foods um, and very, right. very little whole foods. But it just, it's very, very saddening when you see the number of children struggling with obesity at the ripe old age of nine or eight. Yeah. I mean, they probably have never felt good a day in their life, and they don't even know Uh that. It's just so unfair. Yeah, Uh I agree. Well, um, I'm wanting to find out from you uh, some of your family favorites to cook, just because I know some people out there are probably looking for ways to introduce this to their kids. And um, we have family favorites every week that the kids request, and so I'm sure you have the same. So I was looking to see some Campbell family favorites. Right. Well, I'll go back to the fact that we all cook together, and, and we did a lot. But our kids absolutely love to build, you know, build your own, build a meal. Um, so we would have oh, taco yeah. night or taco night. And that, that really worked because a lot of times they had their friends over. Um, you know, they they weren't picky, but there were things that they specifically liked. So if I made a potato bar, we had the... I would make a nacho cheese sauce or we'd make the mushroom gravy and, you know, make some salads around it. We had potato bars. We had taco bars. My kids Mm. personally loved um, the lasagna, which is in the plant pier Uh kitchen. And they they were great at making it. I never had to make lasagna for years because the kids always did it. Um, They loved the spinach broccoli burritos. Those were pretty simple. Um, the new cookbook, I have fishless sticks, which is a popular kid food, and it was with my kids. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, Pad Thai. Now they're in their 20s, and they come home, and they love all the, the new cookbooks from the new uh, the, the new book. Yeah. Um, it's my absolute favorite recipe from that book. <laughs> is it? Okay. We're going we're gonna to do that here at the Everling household real soon. Um, well, the one thing I would say about your recipes, and it, it just – kind of blows my mind how easy, easy they are. I mean, if someone hasn't cooked and I've cooked my whole life, um, I felt very comfortable with everything. It, it just takes, I guess, a little prep time. And, and so I'm wondering, were you doing the shopping and, and then the kids would prep with you or? I did. Um, when they got older, of course, they did some of the shopping too. They loved to go to the grocery store, but we prepped together. Um, I, they, when they were younger, I did a lot of the cutting and the chopping, and then they would put things right. together. When they got older, um, they they did a lot of that, and I and I think you know now. They have. You can even go to the grocery store and get pre-cut vegetables. They have pre-cut carrots and sweet potatoes and celery and onions and all of that. It costs a little bit more, and people will say, well, I don't want to spend the money on it, but processed food is much more expensive. So I think you have to kind yeah. of balance, balance out what works for you. Yeah, when you consider the uh, the cost to your to your body to your system later, 
they definitely right, become more expensive. Right. Yeah. And I think that's We don't something. spend a lot of time what? in the doctor's office here at the Campbell House. <laughs> I know. Isn't that great? You know, who has time for that anyway? <laughs> so right. why not spend the money the money and the time up front and invest in, in your family's health? I just think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what we're going to do here at Little Iron Mom uh, is exactly kind of what you were talking about. I'm going to create a download. Um, Kim has shared with us three of the favorite recipes, and I'm going to put it. To, put together a prep list that the kids can work on and you'll be able to download that and everyone can go shopping together. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. The families, you know, playing together. And this is a fantastic way for them to learn about food. And I've found even if my kids won't eat it yet, if they're touching it and handling it and prepping it, they get very curious about it. And my four-year-old has run up and grabbed things off the cutting board (laughs) that I never Mm -hmm. thought he would eat. So um, it's so important to just have that food around. I know it can feel like you're, you're trying over and over again to get your kids to eat something, but um, they can't be curious if you don't have it around. So, um, and you we're said gonna... trying it over and over. You know, they, I think the studies say they have to try something sometimes 10 to 12 times to, wow. you know, to learn to like something and become familiar with it. So that's, that's another right. food for <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So so be looking for that download. And then I just, um, in wrapping up here, because we just have a minute here, what, what is a good way for people to get in touch with Plant Peer if they're interested in, in your movement? Right. Um, well, we have, we have a Plant Peer Nation Facebook page, and uh, you can always put messages on that. My daughter actually um, watches that, and I watch it, and we all answer questions from that. Um, so that's Plant Peer Nation Facebook page. There's our website, which is plantpurenation.com, and there's recipes and information about our food. We have an Instagram page, Plant Pure. I have one called Plant Pure Chef, which is all about food, and then a Plant Pure Chef Facebook page, which is all about food, and we also have a YouTube channel with a lot of um, videos just on how to how to prep things, different recipes. We have FaceTime lives. There's just a lot of you know helpful information. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, we are so appreciative that you could take time today. And um, to everyone out there, um, thanks for listening in. And uh, we're just sending uh, hugs and health from our family to yours. Have a great week. Yes. Thank you so much, Karen.